this is WTM. Watch this movie. What? <laughs> How you doing? Oh, good for you. Oh, wait. I ain't drinking up. First, you gotta do the Trump shuffle. Obviously, you're not a golfer. Watch a few movies, take a few notes. W-G-M. Watch this movie. All right, you ready? Yeah. Let's do this. Welcome back to WTM Watch This Movie. I am Eric Mulder. So he says, wrecked him, damn near killed him. Joining me once again is Mr. Positivity, Brett. Yes. I concur. <laughs> Today, we're continuing our Summer of Sam, the acronym SAM. S-A-M. We already went through it once, and we're circling right around back to Sylvester Stallone again for this month. Turn number two. When you say circling, it sounds like we're saying they're toilet movie stars, but they're not. Toilet? When I hear circling, I think of a toilet. Hmm. Like circling the toilet? Counterclockwise, I hope. What? Because <laughs> we're in the Northern Hemisphere. I don't remember what the rules are on which way the it's a very famous fall. simpsons episode i figured it all out i know the but i don't know which way it goes up here i don't pay that close attention i think it's counterclockwise <laughs> <laughs> somebody's gonna correct us hopefully yep some australian will tweet at us now you idiot it's clockwise get it because they're in australia it's mm-hmm. the opposite yeah that's what they did in the episode <laughs> so for now you don't have to call collect Yep. and then rack up charges overseas yeah you don't have to dial 10 10 3 2 1 anymore because <laughs> <laughs> what was the other one there's a bunch of them 10 10 220 or something yeah like i that. think 220 1-800 collect Is it 10 cents a minute that one eight hundred collect guy is out of a job now. I mean, he—that was his old business, going to pay phones and calling one eight hundred collect. Uh, so today, doing another mo- another movie leftover, Rocky Four. It's a good one. Yes, it was probably the one I watched most as a kid. Yeah, I didn't watch. I've I've never been uh, one to rewatch the Rocky movies frequently. Oh, you're missing out. I, I thought I part thought of every I, boy's childhood. I thought I had seen the first four, but it's been a really long time. And watching this Rocky Four again, like I'd seen a lot of the scenes, but I don't know if I've seen it all the way through until this past viewing. Mm. But I swear I had seen it before. It's just been like ten years or more. Well, maybe you just think you've seen it before because it has two montages of <laughs> things that have previously happened. It was no doubt <laughs> featured heavily on VH1's I Love the 80s. <laughs> Definitely the most 80s movie out of all the Rocky films. Yeah. But I, I think I had seen it before, probably one time all the way through. Um, and then maybe a few times just parts and bits and pieces and definitely seen a lot of the various uh 
more famous scenes over and over again on various clip shows and whatnot. I saw that one of the fun facts was that uh, Stallone wanted to make a direct sequel to this, um, kind of going into more in-depth of what happened to Rocky and Drago after the fight because they basically almost killed each other in the ring and kind of their lives afterward. But uh, that idea was nixed, and he went forward with the, well, this is the bad side of boxing, which is Rocky V. Which I have not seen. Yeah. Yeah, I I read that too. It was like they were going to build up to a rematch, and then he's like, "Uh, maybe we should uh, let people know that uh, getting punched in the head for a living kind of fucks up your health. (laughs) (laughs) Although there is the pseudo-sequel, Creed 2. He grew a conscience. Mm -hmm. Old Sylvester. I know you haven't seen Creed 2 yet. Have you seen Creed 1? No, I haven't. Okay. I haven't seen any of the Rocky movies after 4. Mm. Which includes the Creed movies. Yeah, and the epic showdown in Rocky Balboa between Rocky and Mason the Lion Dixon. It's <laughs> <laughs> a great name. That's a nice nickname. <laughs> That's like... Uh, I'll try to think of some good ones. I know more MMA guys. Like, there's uh, Andre Touchy Feely. (laughs) Or uh, Jessica Evil Eye. Mm. There's tons of them that are like that. I just can't think of them that are real punny. Yeah, I thought the most interesting part of Creed 2 was the story of Drago and his son. Because it does kind of go... A little more in depth, kind of behind the scenes, what happened after Rocky Four? Yeah, how far back does it uh, flash back? It doesn't really flash back. They just kind of talk about what happened, and then you see their lives currently. Hmm. So basically, after he loses the fight, he was champion as you know the greatest fighter in the world, a representation of Soviet power and might. Right. And he failed against the little guy Rocky. Mm-hmm. And so he was basically kicked to the curb, ostracized from Russia, and he was basically kicked out. As he should be. <laughs> yeah. Actually, he, he's lucky, because if Putin was there, he'd be D-E-A-D dead. <laughs> I'm surprised he wasn't regardless. True. Since it was under, it was behind the Soviet curtain. It was Gorbachev, though, and he's kind of a pussy. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so he had to... From after Rocky Four, he basically had to live in exile in the Ukraine. Hmm. So him and his son grew up in the Ukraine, and of course, his Brigitte Nielsen leaves him not long after the fight. Yeah, I believe that. So he's a single dad, you know, bringing up young mini Drago. Well, you know what they They don't have a country, they don't have a home. The mom slash wife left. So they just kind of tell you the whole backstory. You know, that's, you know, the old cliche in filmmaking. I always tell, don't show. I mean, I've only seen Creed 2 once. <laughs> so I can't remember if there was any minimal flashbacks, but. You just stepped on my joke. At least talk about it. I know. Rocky 4. If, if you've seen <laughs> the first 35 minutes of Rocky 4 and you forget, well, don't worry, <laughs> because they run it back for you in a montage. <laughs> 
Like, if you forget what happened to Apollo Creed and his fight with Drago, <laughs> like, ten minutes before, like, they, they replay it, like, six times. <laughs> Great movie for people with Alzheimer's. Just the fatal blow. You think people were expecting Apollo to die? Oh, I doubt it. If you're watching it for the first time, you'd have to at least assume that he's going to lose. It's like, why the well, hell is yeah. there a fight like 25 yeah. minutes into the movie and it's not even Rocky? Yeah, yeah, you have to assume that Drago's probably going to beat him because, you know, it's been five years since mm-hmm. Apollo fought. And uh, obviously it's a tune-up fight for Drago. And the movie before, when Rocky fights about a half hour into the movie, he gets his ass kicked and then Mickey croaks. <laughs> <laughs> so basically... A rocky fight at the beginning of a movie is bad news. Someone's going to die. For the good guy. (laughs) It's bad news for the good guy. I can never figure out why Paulie's in everybody's corner. It's like, are you even a boxing trainer? He isn't really in the corner in Rocky 1, 2, or 3. I don't remember how him and Rocky met. Because weren't they friends and then Rocky started going after his sister? Well, I I can't remember if... uh... Polly suggested it or not but yeah that's yeah I, I think you're right he might have he's like oh yeah my sister she kind of a you know kind of shy maybe she should go after her mm-hmm. get a little rapey and then she'll fall in love with you and you'll get married and have a kid who doesn't have a name yeah so if I remember I think her and Polly are might even be living together in Rocky one I think so Obviously, they're living together in Rocky Four as well, because <laughs> yeah. Polly's just a leech. He needs a place to stay. He needs a babysitter, and you know somebody to to just make sure that he doesn't drink himself to death. Well, let's go over the details for Rocky Four. It was directed by the man himself, Sylvester Stallone, also written by him. Starring Sylvester Stallone as Rocky Balboa, Talia Shire as Adrian Balboa, Burt Young as Polly, Carl Weathers as Apollo Creed, Brigitte Nielsen as Lunmilla. I don't think I ever heard her name in the movie. I don't think so. I think she was just uh, uh, Drago's wife. Uh, Tony Burton as Duke. Michael Pataki as Nikolai Koloff. Dolph Lundgren as Drago. Stu Nahan as uh, commentator one. Now, mention him because uh, he continued uh, commentating throughout the first, I believe, four Rocky films. Oh. I don't know if he's in five or not. I mean, Rocky doesn't really fight in the ring in five. I wonder or if th- there's other boxing fights with that Tommy Morrison guy. I wonder if they named uh, the Nikolai Koloff character after Ivan and Nikita Koloff. Not sure. Famous wrestling Russians. <laughs> uh, James Brown's in here, credited as the Godfather of Soul. I think that just goes without saying. So there's one guy named uh, Rocky Jr.'s friend. So apparently he's Rocky Jr. <laughs> okay. Yeah, he doesn't really have. A name in here. They just call him Kid or Son. Rocky Krakow is his real name. 
Did I mention Rocky IV came out in 1985? Well, I did now. If you don't know, now you know. I'll finish that line. Synopsis. I only listen to the edited version. <laughs> <laughs> Buy your CDs at Walmart. Synopsis. Rocky Balboa proudly holds the World Heavyweight Boxing Championship, but a new challenger has stepped forward. Drago, a six foot four, 261-pound fighter who has the backing of the Soviet Union. We start out with a montage. One what? of, I think, well, even, six in here? Even before or even before that, you got the spectacular uh, animated gloves <laughs> coming together. The American flag on one and the Soviet flag on the other. And as they come together and they meet, there's a giant explosion. Mm-hmm. And uh, it gets you really amped up. Yep. And then they replay the last, like, ten minutes of Rocky. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I had to write down that the montage takes up the first three and a half minutes of the film. <laughs> Basically recapping Rocky Three, And shows, yeah, the fight between Rocky and Apollo at the end of that movie behind closed doors. Yeah. Well, they don't show the whole fight. They, they yeah. show them about to just land massive uh, right hooks on each other at the same time. It was probably a double knockout. If you've seen Creed 1, which you haven't, but if you had seen it, you find out who won that fight behind closed doors. Rocky or Apollo? Well, it was obviously Rocky. <laughs> Not according to Rocky. Well, Rocky's humble. <laughs> he, he probably has bad memory. He probably doesn't remember. He just made it up. Donis Creed is like, heard about a, a third fight between you and Apollo behind closed doors. So who won that one? It was a like, rubber was... match. <laughs> yeah, rubber match. And he goes, he did. Just pretty, like, matter of fact, he did. <laughs> ding, ding. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Well, like, the first thing you see after that is Rocky coming back to his house. And his kid is uh, filming him because he's a little paparazzo. That he is. And it's his birthday. It's Polly's birthday. Oh, that's right. It is Polly's birthday. It's Polly's birthday, and they're having a party. <laughs> they got a cake and a beer. And a cigar. And a cigar. <laughs> <laughs> a cigar and the cake as well. <laughs> and the, Polly's there looking rough, as he always is. Rocky is really pumped about the present he got for Polly. Oh, my goodness. He's so excited. I've never seen anything like it. Actually, I, I didn't realize. I had forgotten that th- this actually occurred in this movie. Mm-hmm. This is the scene where I'm like, maybe I haven't seen this. <laughs> <laughs> they commit to the full 80s-ness of everything and throw ca- another trope in there and add a robot. I kind of remember that scene but i for some reason i thought it was in rocky five but yeah maybe maybe i did remember it because i had seen rocky four before but it was rocky five rocky's broke as fuck <laughs> adrian's not even there maybe maybe that's it maybe the robot is just kind of like a you know a coat rack at that point Actually, i'm not sure if adrian's there or not i know they're broke though well, he, he's fighting for free, as we see at the end of this movie. 
No money. After <laughs> after living in Siberia in isolation for for months, he fights for free, and then he's like, uh, we're, uh, "What do you mean I got no money?" <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah, I got a couple clips here. Happy birthday, Polly. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Uh, the first two clips are robot clips. So let's listen to the first one. Sports car for my birthday. Not mm. no walking trash can. Oh, come on, he looks great here. He's extremely psycho, Rocco. Well, since you don't have any friends, we thought you'd like it. Yeah, pretend you're happy. Well, you'll keep your company when you're all alone. That's a great looking guy. Please make a wish. It's creepy. That talks, that thing. Creepy? This is the great. I wish I had one of these when I was growing up. Come on, make a wish, like he says. I wish I wasn't in this nightmare. A very classy wish. Very nice. What do you think there? <laughs> Very good, huh? <laughs> Want to help me put out this forest fire? Sure. <laughs> it talks that thing. <laughs> Psycho thing, Rocky. What are you doing? So I just want you know you just wanted a sports car. <laughs> Although the next scene, when the kid is dancing with a robot in the driveway, you see there's fucking two Lambos sitting there. It's like Jesus, yeah. you got two Lambos. Well, obviously neither of them is Polly's. <laughs> yeah. He probably can't even drive. They probably he probably got his license suspended years ago. <laughs> Too many DUIs. <laughs> but it's funny the robot just kind of appears out of a, like a haze. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the it's just just like a smoke, like it's just a billows through the the. It's the foreshadowing hallway. for the fight at the end of the movie with all the <laughs> gas around the ring. How about that? Uh, that music playing when it came out. Like, is, there, is there anything more 80s than that? <laughs> uh, not much. You know, this film, surprisingly, does not feature Eye of the Tiger. Yeah, I saw so it. only Rocky movies. No, Eye of the Tiger was in uh, Rocky Three, But also Gonna Fly Now. You mean Gonna Fly Now is the, the um, one. Gonna Fly Now. They only used a couple bars of, I think, the instrumental in one of their pieces of score in here yeah but yeah it's pretty much the only rocky movie in that feature gonna fly now what is that you Uf- you're right when i was at ufc two weeks ago D- junior dos santos came out to go gonna fly now which okay. he always does and holy shit did that pump me up it's <laughs> <laughs> <was> fucking awesome yeah <laughs> <laughs> like, I always kind of wondered, like, because he's Brazilian. Like, why are you coming out to Gonna Fly now? And then, like, okay, now I get it. (laughs) Then he got knocked out in one minute. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, robots were all the rage in the 80s. Yeah, they were. Short Circuit, now that came out, I believe, a year after this? Let's see. Because there was Short Circuit 1 and 2. I want to say Short Circuit was either 84 or 85. 86 for Short Circuit. 88 it was Short Circuit 2. I stand corrected. There's plenty of other 80s movie robots. Revenge of the Nerds, which was 82? That had a, like a kind of a butler robot that also helped them clean the house and whatnot. 
What about uh Bridge of the Nerds eighty four? What about that T V show uh Small Wonder? I've never seen it besides clips. But they had a uh a little girl robot. Okay. I'm sure you've seen clips of that. Yeah, maybe. There's plenty of other examples. Which is uh they had to tread carefully with the little girl robot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the eighties love their robots. I also think it's kind of funny that, you know, some of the things from the 80s have cycled around. You know, 80s were kind of big again for a while, like 80s things. That's kind of yeah. dying down again. But uh, now it's 90s things. Yeah, now it's kind of getting to 90s things. But villains in the 80s, who were the villains in the 80s? The fucking Russians were. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And now that is in vogue once again. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mentioned. Uh, Ivan and Nikita Koloff earlier, they're one of like hundreds of wrestling Russians in the seventies mm-hmm. and eighties who were always the bad guys. Fucking Rambo fights with the Taliban in Rocky Three or in Rambo Three against the Russians. <laughs> <laughs> Joins the Taliban. <laughs> <laughs> well, to be fair, America sold all of their like, all the guns that uh, the Taliban owned were sold to them by the Americans. So. Well, yes and no, because they had a lot of AKs, which are all Russian guns. That's true. Um, but, yes, we gave them a lot of money and a lot of training and weapons to Dir- fight the Soviets. Directly to Osama bin Laden. Yeah. <laughs> sure did. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> Whoopsie. That was a whoopsies. <laughs> so the, the next, uh, moving on to the movie, uh, Rocky uh, has a surprise for Adrian as they're about to go to bed. And it's a cake for their anniversary, which is in a couple days. Yeah. Because they're assholes and get married a couple days after her brother's birthday. Yeah. <laughs> But, like, they're eating cake in bed. Like, what mm-hmm. the fuck are you eating cake in bed for? <laughs> like, isn't that going to be messy? Aren't you going to leave crumbs everywhere? It's a pretty big cake. I like the... Uh, the it was a big cake, wasn't it? I like that? the top of it with... Uh, so, they hasn't been that bad, has it? <laughs> with the two figurines on there? Yeah, the like they... husband and wife are boxing in the ring. That's kind of cool. Uh, they looked like they were burn victims. Domestic like, violence is so figure. funny in the 80s. <laughs> it actually was. <laughs> <laughs> Well, this is Archie Bunker time. No, Archie Bunker would have been off the air for a while by that really? point. Really? I thought it lasted into the early 80s. I know this is 85, but... No, maybe. I don't know. I figured but he was like a 75 to 81 type of... He might have been doing it in the heat of the night. Ah. Uh, the TV show. Yep. So, yeah, we are introduced to Ivan Drago, who is... Uh, Amalgamation of steroids, technology, and communism. <laughs> he's he's like a Russian Terminator because they're showing off all his abilities, and you know he has an eighteen hundred psi punch, which you see later goes up to. I had it written down. I think it gets up to like twenty one. Where is it? Twenty one fifty. Yep, twenty one fifty when he's. He starts out at 1850. The average is 700. The average is 700? The average is 700. Famous for being the 
2,000 PSI punch. Anything It's like a ton hits. of, literally a ton of bricks. Anything he hits, he destroys. And uh, he wants to fight the champion, of course. But Rocky's kind of pretty much done. Well, it's the first time that a USSR athlete <laughs> has been allowed to compete in international professional sports. Mm-hmm. Is the the whole deal? And Drago is an Olympic gold medalist in boxing, so he's got no professional record. It's all yeah. amateur fights, and he challenges the world's champion, <laughs> Rocky Balboa, in his first professional fight. And uh, you know, Rocky was gonna take it, but then Apollo talked him out, and he says, "No, no, you shouldn't." You should make him win a fight first. I'll take it. Mm-hmm. Even though I haven't fought in five years and I'm out of shape. He's in the best shape of his life. That's Well, I guess that's what he said. <laughs> he didn't do any tra- – I mean, we're skipping ahead a little bit, but uh, he doesn't do any training. Yeah, well, there's no montage to prove it. You need a montage. Well, they – you know, they do the, the press conference, and then uh, Rocky says, Man, oh, maybe you should uh, postpone it like six or eight weeks. And mm-hmm. like, it seems to come together really quickly. Yep. I have that as part of a clip. It's part of the snails conversation. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I have a clip here. It's the second robot clip, and it's when they're talking to Apollo at Rocky's house. And, you know, Adrian and they're like, basically saying well what the fuck you want to fight him for (laughs) adrian's like the voice of reason through this whole thing like you guys have all this money you're still relatively healthy why are you trying to Mm -hmm. keep getting in boxing matches and they're rudely interrupted by a robot (laughs) i mean what at this point in your life is worth getting hurt for that's my girl You're welcome. It's a nice song. It's my favorite. You're the greatest. See you, sport. See you. Paul, who taught her to talk like that? She loves me. Oh. Polly is fucking that robot. (laughs) Definitely. (laughs) It's kind of cool how the robot just knows when to leave. It just... (laughs) It'll give Polly his beer and like say something nice and then it'll just walk off. Well, that's that's well, not he, walk, but roll off. Sorry. That's why he loves it so much. <laughs> <laughs> it's the perfect wife. Now, what would a robot handy feel like in 1985? Do you think? Probably pretty tight. <laughs> <laughs> pretty tight. <laughs> Look at that grip strength. <laughs> to recalibrate the hand strength after one or two tries. <laughs> oh, yeah. So like they're sitting at the table, and Rocky Junior is like, "I want to fight too, Dad." <laughs> Rocky says, "I fight so you don't have to fight." <laughs> does Does Rocky Junior even uh, appear in any of the Creed movies? No. <laughs> no. Yeah, Rocky hasn't a. Is in a strange relationship with the son in the movies. I guess. 
That's uh, probably for the best. His kid was kind of a nerd anyways. <laughs> <laughs> he gives me, um, what's his name? It's the kid from Jingle All the Way. Jamie. No, but, no, but what's his real name? Oh, uh, Jake Lloyd. Jake, he gives me Jake Lloyd vibes. Because you're not really sure if he's quite all there. <laughs> you talk about autistic Jake Lloyd and Jingle All the Way. Like, that's my dad. <laughs> like, yeah, we know. He we knows. We are nerds. He knows my name. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, from this one, Rocky. <laughs> that's my dad. Like, yeah, we fucking know. We're at his house. We're <laughs> in your fucking mansion with a robot in a Santa suit behind us. There's a picture of you and him and your mom right there. We've seen him on TV once or twice. <laughs> you took us to his last fight. <laughs> These days, your dad is always around because he's not doing anything. <laughs> You showed us that video that you took of him when he was getting out of his car and walking into the house. <laughs> yeah. And then later, yeah, he's dancing with the robot in the driveway. <laughs> that might be when they're leaving to go to Russia. Yeah. But yeah, let's get to the first press conference here. Oh, can I? Uh, there's another line that I liked when they first start introducing Drago and he's doing all the feats of strength and stuff. They uh, They say that he's naturally trained there's no blood doping or steroids Mm -hmm. which is a lie (laughs) funny how that storyline also (laughs) circled back around to the 2010s (laughs) that icarus have you watched the icarus documentary no it's about all the russian doping and oh okay yeah i was pretty pissed they're even allowed to compete in the olympics well they they weren't you know representative of russia there's the athletes which I guess is okay, but oh, still. Oh, at the next games, yeah. Yeah. But they didn't, like, they could, the individuals could win medals, right? But they just, they, yeah, they were representing the themselves. Yeah. I forget what they were called. Like, I don't it was know. like the international athletes from Russia or something. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I know they shouldn't be punished, but fucking A, that. Didn't the guy that. Was that a huge doping ring. <laughs> I forget. There was one guy. Who was part of the 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 cover up? Who escaped to America and told everybody about it? I can't remember if he got killed, but I know somebody else who blabbed about it got killed in mm. Russia. Not surprising, because people just kind of end up dead. <laughs> it's just tragic. All right, let's uh, check in on this press conference where Apollo is a fucking asshole and he flies off the handle. I'm going to defend Drago here, but we'll listen to the clip first. Apollo, what made you decide to put on an exhibition fight with Drago? Oh, let's call it a sense of responsibility. Responsibility? How? I had to teach this young fellow to box. American style. Isn't Drago a little inexperienced to be in the same ring? Well, you know, some folks got to learn the hard way. (laughs) (laughs) No quick knockout prediction. No, no, no. I'm not angry with him. See, I just want to show the whole world that Russia doesn't have all the best athletes. (laughs) Rocky, how do you think Apollo should fight Drago? Well, personally, I think the first thing you better get a bottle is a ladder. <laughs> How does it feel to spar with the great former champion? The man's tongue didn't come through customs. 
My husband is very happy to have this opportunity. It's his dream. Dream? Uh, how do you mean? In our country, Apollo Creed is well known and very respected. It could be a good victory. Whoa. Whoa. Hey, wait, wait a minute now. Wait a minute. Oh. When? <clears throat> you don't really think you're going to whip me, now, do you? Well, you didn't come here to lose. Well, you hold on, little lady. You hold on. Because lose and lose royally, he's going to do. How can you be so sure? Well, I've been with the best. And I beat the best. I've retired more men than Social Security. <laughs> Excuse me. You are not very realistic, are you, Mr. Creed? Where did you come from? What are you talking about? You can box, yes, but you are far too old to think that you can win over Draco. Oh, is that a fact? Yes, and it could be a painful one. Huh. You put that heavy bag with eyeballs in the ring with me, and you're going to see the meaning of pain. Why do you insult us? Now, you just hold on here. Don't make me out to be the bad guy. I came here to talk about a friendly exhibition bout till Comrade Big Mouth started. Right. It's you who are the aggressor. Mr. This is obvious. I, don't hear I this, wish man. to say to the press, in all fairness, Drago should not even fight this man. Oh, because he is a has been. Oh, you get that big chump in the ring right Mr. now. Mr. Paul, I'm going to show you what happened. Bring it on. Look, I don't want to hear anything about her. Just let that chump go. So I know Apollo is the Muhammad Ali character and he plays it perfectly, you know. Yeah. Very similar and in tone and antics and all that. And that's perfect. But so he shit talks Drago and his woman the whole time, and she says they're gonna win. He goes, "Wait, what? Win? What? What the fuck did you just say? Did you just say win? Like that's the it was the the straw that broke the camel's back. It was a a step too far over the line, apparently. Which is like the one thing every fighter does in professional (laughs) fighting, boxing, UFC. Yeah." They all say they're going to win. He just gets all indignant about it. <laughs> yeah, uh, what, win? And then he fucking tells Brigitte Nielsen to stay in her lane. <laughs> like, hold on. Hold on there, little lady. Tells her to shut up and nobody knows what they're talking about. And the Russians are like, you're the aggressor here. Like, no, wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> wait a minute. We're just talking about an exhibition fight. And he comes at me like that. <laughs> I'm going to show him the meaning of hurt. After they just got done saying that Apollo was very well known and respected in Russia. Yeah. And it's like, it'd be a good victory. <laughs> what the fuck did you just say to me? <laughs> oh, so he's asking for a beatdown. Well, and then like, so I don't know. Like, we kind of mentioned this earlier because I don't know how long it was between the time they agreed on the fight. To the press conference, to the actual fight, because uh, after the press conference, Rocky wants him to postpone it a couple weeks so he can train. But like I said, like it seems like they just booked the fight, and then like a week later they had the fight, <laughs> which is pretty unrealistic <laughs> in the world of boxing. I mean, you can't just get James Brown to drop what he's doing at the drop of a hat and go play know, a show. Right? He's the hardest working man in show business for a reason. Like even if it's he's booked, an, even if it's an exhibition fight, like I would think you'd still want at least like six weeks to train. Yeah, 
Uh, I got a, a clip from that. This is right before the James Brown sequence. This is Rocky and Apollo talking, and he's telling him maybe you should, you know, postpone it a little bit. Yeah. Come on, man. Take it. Yeah, I'm ready to rock and roll. You want to talk I patience. understand, but you got to get your equipment here. There you go. Right. Now you look like a mummy. <laughs> I feel like a mummy. How does it feel, okay? It feels great. I feel like I could eat nails down. You know, I never tried them things, you know. What are you talking about? Snails. I never had them, you know. I, I see them in the garden, but I never, I never want to eat them. But... I didn't say anything about snails. I said nails, oh. nails. Oh yeah, yeah. nails. Yeah. Well, you, yeah, you look pretty good, but you know, just do me a favor when you go up there, Apollo. Uh, you know, try not to wear yourself out, okay? Oh, yeah, wear myself out, sure. Well, it's just that uh, you, you know you ain't been in the ring for like five years, so I just want you to. Maintain a little What are you talking about? You sound like I'm an old man, man. I'm in the best shape of my life. I'm stronger. I'm quicker. <laughs> well, hey, hey, I'm not, I'm not saying you're not ready or anything, but personally, but with me, I, I I wouldn't mind postponing a couple weeks. Postpone? Yeah. I mean, come on, Paula. We, we, we don't know anything about this guy you're fighting, really. Look, okay, okay. Let's say I postpone, right? Yeah. I pull out, somebody else steps in and whips this chump. Then where does that leave me? What do you mean, leave your apologies? It's just some kind of exhibition fight. This thing don't mean nothing. No, 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 man. That's where you're wrong. This is not just an exhibition fight that doesn't mean anything. Look, this is us against them. What are you talking about? Come on. Stallion, maybe you don't know what I'm talking about now. But you will when it's over. Believe me, you will when it's over. But I'm and he does. <laughs> this is literally as he's getting uh, ready to go out there to fight him in the yeah. locker room. Maybe postpone it a couple of weeks, you know? <laughs> Maybe think about maintaining a little bit. <laughs> like he, you can't postpone James Brown. You can't tell him, hey, come back in a couple of weeks. Especially James Brown got a full fucking band <laughs> and dance squad. And, and the guy that holds his coat. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's got scheduling conflicts, okay? Uh, he's got coke to buy. He's already spent that money. <laughs> I never tried them before. <laughs> See him in the garden. No, 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 no. Try them. What are you talking? No nails. <laughs> uh, I can see where Rocky's kid gets his intelligence from. <laughs> That's my dad. I, I imagine Rocky's kid has fewer concussions, though. Um, so it's uh the fight is on it is and it's uh it's a kind of a weird setup because it's the ring is beneath the floor it's like a <laughs> theater with a stage and mm-hmm. then like it's a like a almost like a, a lounge because like everybody's at a table and uh it looks like somewhere where like wayne newton would perform yeah and, uh, yeah, the ring is underneath the stage on the trap door. And Drago gets in it, and he doesn't know what's going on. Yeah, there and is they, quite the pomp and circumstance. They raise up the ring with Drago in it. And he's just like, what the fuck is this? We don't have this shit in Russia. Definitely not. And then uh, it's almost like a, like, I don't know how to explain it. It's It's... It's like an old like freak show, you know, where like, oh, look at the freak coming up from underneath the stage. Oh, my God. Look at him. That movie you watched, Freaks. That's a good movie. 
<laughs> but uh yeah, and then uh Paulo goes all out. Gasses himself dancing on the way to the ring. Gets all blown up. Rocky Four is probably the one I've seen the most. Yeah. Out of all of them. I mean, like I said, it was the one I watched most as a kid and when you're a kid it was like just so badass, like the beats that that Russian dude is fucking massive, you yeah. know, and he's towers over Rocky Balboa and it was such a Dave and a Goliath type of thing and mm-hmm. Obviously, when you're a kid, you love that. I don't know, those 80s montages, they keep your attention. This yeah. movie's only 90 minutes. Right. <laughs> um, but yeah, I hadn't watched it since I'd seen Creed 1 and 2. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that's like a big point of contention in Creed 1 and 2. You know, Rocky feels like he, you know, let Apollo's wife down, his family down, should have stopped the fight. But right. so he could have thrown in the towel saved his life Mm -hmm. watching this back there is no way that could happen so i didn't remember that the ref actually tries to stop the fight before rocky even throws in the towel and like after the first round there's late punches shit that shouldn't be allowed especially in an exhibition (laughs) they should have disqualified drago like three times yeah and rocky's contemplating throwing in the towel and meanwhile the ref actually tries to break up the fight yeah and, and he gets thrown aside. Drago just takes the ref and throws him and then continues to murder Apollo <laughs> in front of everyone. Yeah. So that was just straight up murder. It's not like, oh, he threw in the towel like Drago's just going to stop. <laughs> right. Like the ref literally was stopping the fight and he didn't give a shit and just yeah. kept on punching. Like, And even after the first round, like the bell rings and then the ref's trying to pull him off and he still lands like five punches after the bell. Yeah. But to be fair, like they could have stopped the fight after the first round, like yeah. between rounds. But even so, like you don't expect him to get murdered. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like people have died in the in the ring before, but it's pretty rare. I think my favorite part of that fight was uh one of the commentators says, I quote, This is bizarre. Creed is over the hill and the Russian hasn't fought anyone. <laughs> End quote. <laughs> <laughs> like, like he just realized it like halfway through the fight. See, I don't think he and I were watching the same fight. I mean, has he seen Carl Weathers in person? Because apparently he did in the fight and he thought nothing of Carl Weathers. This is before Predator, okay? Carl well, Weathers looking ripped. Well, he said he's over the hill. He hasn't <laughs> fought in five years. Go on. Mass alone he for was, Carl Weathers. He was ringside. He's seen him. He's a boxing expert. <laughs> Apparently. Presumably. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, Apollo gets oh. knocked out and he starts twitching. <laughs> can, tweaking out. Can we mention in the, uh, the pre-fight instructions, you know, Creed is... Uh, the, uh, You're going to lose... <laughs> so Creed's shit talking him and then he he tries to you know they do the touch gloves and he tries to hit the top of Drago's hand so he knocks him down mm-hmm. and then he just stops <laughs> and then does not uh, move the Russian's hands at all you will lose he does that line and then uh, you will lose <laughs> you will lose and then the the confidence goes right off the face of Apollo Creed <laughs> yep Oh, shit. And he's like, wait a minute. 
So then he's lying there tweaking on the mat. Yeah. And Drago says this. If he dies, he dies. <laughs> well, it's funny about that. One of the things I hate about boxing, not that I hate boxing, but one of the things about boxing that I hate is after the fight, everybody gets in the ring. Media, like trainer. UFC, though. No, UFC, they, they keep it to the uh, the the two corners. Tell so, that to McGregor. <laughs> well, like, if you're the main event, you can have your family come in. But it's not like, in boxing, it's like the entire ring is filled with yeah. people. and Usually some of their corner men are in there. Yeah. You want to call them. They probably don't call them corner men. You only have, like, three, three, guys, three or four guys in your corner. Yeah. But it's like you have them, and then like you. Have did McGregor hop the fence when he went in there, or did he sneak in through the door? When McGregor came in and attacked, uh, what was it? Who was it? I forget. Remember that when McGregor was watching ringside, and he came in, and there was a little bit of a melee inside the octagon. Can't remember whose fight it was. I was watching replay of it the other day. I don't. I can't remember who it was. Was that? Did you do that? Was tonight? it a Khabib fight? Well, he lost to Khabib, and then Khabib uh, yeah. jumped the fence and drop kicked Dylan Dennis. Yeah. So I think maybe it was a fight before that. Maybe I mean before him and I know it was before him and Khabib ever fought. Yeah, I forget who he. It's been a while. He's been kind of out of the game for a while. But yeah, so like they, they have all these media people in the in the in the ring, and they're all trying to get close up pictures of. Apollo Creed, and they're like blocking the medical people from trying to help him, and then he dies, and you know he dies because they had a funeral. The funeral's quick, and uh, Rocky chooses to fight him really quick too. He's like, "I'm going to fight him now." Like the next press conference was within within like five minutes of him dying. Well, in between is uh, Rocky thinking long and hard as he drives his Lamborghini yep. around. Montage of the first half of the movie. But he, yeah, I guess and Rocky he does. one, two, three. He, yeah. Oh, I take that back. The press conference is actually before that, where they yeah. announced the fight. But he, uh, he gets stripped of the title because the, the boxing commission won't sanction the fight. And then he says he's going to do it for free on Christmas in Russia. Mm-hmm. And it's like, well, no wonder you have zero money in Rocky Five. Let's listen to the clip. Evolution, isn't it, gentlemen? Drago is the most perfectly trained athlete ever. This other man has not the size, the endurance, or the genetics to win. It's physically impossible for this little man to win. Drago. Is a look at the future. Jeff, there's been no mention of it yet, but how much are you making for this fight? No money. It's not about money. Has the fight date been set yet? December 25th. Why Christmas? That's what I was told. Where? It's in Russia. Rocky, what's going on? Why did you agree to this? We fight in Soviet Union, but we fight nowhere. Why don't you ask Drago's wife why she is afraid? Tell them, please. 
I'm afraid for my husband's life. We have threats of violence everywhere. We are not politics. All I want is for my husband to be safe, to be treated fairly. You call him a killer. He's a professional fighter, not a killer. You have this belief that you are better than us. You have this belief that this country is so very good and we are so very bad. You have this belief that you are so fair and we are so very cruel. It's all lies and false propaganda to support this antagonistic and violent government. Oh, violent? Hey, we don't keep our people behind a wall with machine guns. Who are you? Who am I? I'm the unsilent majority, big mouth. Good. That's good, insult us. This more typical rude behavior toward visiting foreigners. But perhaps this simple defeat of this little so-called champion will be a perfect example of how pathetically weak your society has become. We go. We go. It is very strange that Polly is at the table. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> With a microphone. Yeah, he doesn't have uh, Apollo's corner man with him yet. It's like the original. Who the fuck or he is might be that further guy? down the the table. So he's definitely in the. I mean, he trains with him, but in Rocky, he's he's definitely in Rocky's entourage there. Yeah, I'm the, nobody... the unsilent majority. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Polly. <laughs> yeah, we are not politics. <laughs> uh, yeah, Brigitte Nielsen, not staying in her own lane. Just shit-talking everybody. But what do you expect? You fucking murdered an American hero. Yeah. Think of somebody <laughs> murdered Muhammad Ali in the ring. We're going to fight his best friend in our country on Christmas. <laughs> and we're not going to pay him. Like, why Christmas? That's what they told me. <laughs> That's what they told me. That's a, as good a reason <laughs> as any, I suppose. Like, I get everything else, but Christmas doesn't really uh, make sense. Well, they don't really explain the timeline because you don't know when any of this stuff has taken place yeah. except for the final fight. Because, like you said, with the, the Apollo fight, like it feels like they they uh, agreed to it at the press conference and then had the fight all within like the same week. Which I don't know how they sold all those tickets that quick, but still. <laughs> oh, man. Um. Yeah, how about when uh, Adrian finds out about Rocky's plans mm-hmm. <laughs> and how dumb they are? I haven't getting any money. Right. You're going to Russia. Just something I gotta do. <laughs> <laughs> She's just so flabbergasted. <laughs> like, I can't... Like, I believe... Uh, or I, I can understand why she would... Finally get fed up and leave Rocky. <laughs> Although she's been pretty submissive throughout the series. Well, she dies of cancer. Well, at least you find that out in Creed 1 and 2. Well, I thought Rocky Five. you said she left him. Well, I can't remember if she's in Rocky Five or not. I don't remember her being around. I, I, I just remember Rocky being poor. <laughs> I, I just remember one time Rocky Five was on TV... And I watched like five minutes of it, and it was a scene where Rocky Jr. was apparently in trouble for drawing pictures in class, and it was like his <laughs> like he was drawing nude pictures of his teacher or something. <laughs> <laughs> so like that's the only that's 
basically the only thing I've ever seen out of Rocky Five. Hmm. So anytime I think of Rocky Five, I just think of that scene. <laughs> Speaking of the little kid, um, Rocky Jr. gets some daily affirmation from Rocky after he can. Well, he doesn't convince Adrian of anything. He just tells her, "Well, I'm going." <laughs> so <laughs> check you later. <laughs> yeah. So they're packing the leave. Pack in the car, and Rocky's got some last-minute advice for Rocky Jr. He's going to need it. <laughs> when will you be back? Oh, pretty soon. Are you scared? Nah. Yes, you are. A little, maybe? Well, wouldn't you be? If a big, giant man wanted to beat me up, I'd be real scared. Nah. Well, the truth is, you know, sometimes I do get a little scared, you know. When I'm in that ring and I'm really getting hit on, and my arms hurt so much I can't even lift them. And I'm thinking, God, I wish this guy would hit me on the chin so I don't feel nothing anymore. (laughs) Then there's another side that comes out that, that isn't so scared. It's another side that, like, wants to take more, and wants to go that one more round. Because I go on that one more round when you don't think you can. That's what makes all the difference in your life. You know what I mean? And when you remember one more thing, when you remember that daddy thinks you're the best boy in the world, hmm? that daddy loves you no matter what. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I gotta go now. You gonna take care of everything? Okay. Don't forget to feed your robot. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. Bye, baby. Good luck. Thanks. I don't think Rocky knows how robots work. <laughs> <laughs> Well, Polly does. Polly. I'm going to have a wires tied when I get back. (laughs) (laughs) He is definitely fucking that robot. I think that's when he took another beer when he wasn't supposed to or something. It's like, Polly. Yeah. Well, he was like putting stuff in the car, like putting Mm -hmm. uh, bags in the car or something. And I can't remember if he probably says porn and he's loading in there. (laughs) Along with his comics. Either that or he was smashing the suitcase or something. No television. I was supposed to train. (laughs) Where's my comic book? (laughs) Like, how old are you? Ollie. (laughs) He was nerdy cool before being a nerd was cool. So there's another montage of him just going to Russia. And getting there, you know, yeah. getting off the plane, it's snowing and whatnot, and they have that song. The it's just describing the whole movie. East meets west, two worlds collide. What else does it say? Rival nations. Blah blah blah. <laughs> That's how you write a song for a movie. Like, what's this movie about? <laughs> okay, I can do that. Yeah, so he shows up. 
and then uh, you got a cabin in the middle of Siberia. Pretty much. All Do they itself. ever say Siberia, or do you just kind of assume that it's? Well, I mean, it's in Russia. I guess it doesn't necessarily. I mean, Siberia have to is be. really far from Moscow. <laughs> it doesn't necessarily have to be Siberia, but I like to think it's Siberia. I mean, you'd have to take a five-hour plane ride probably from Siberia just to get to the ring in Moscow. Well, it's it's out in the middle of nowhere. It is. It's cold and snowy. Which they filmed uh, mostly in Montana for those scenes. I thought I read Wyoming. Is it Wyoming? I thought it was Montana. Uh, Could be both. I remember, I remember Wyoming. But, uh, yeah, he's got two Russian dudes watching out over him. But otherwise, they provided him with all the training equipment he asked for. Yeah. And he trains old school. Mm-hmm. We have another montage immediately. Right. Old school training versus new school training. Yep. All the technology that Drago is using is pretty much just copied by Rocky, but with the most primitive way of doing it, basically. Right. It's the same uh, movements and actions, but it's mm-hmm. just the equipment's very different. He's running up a mountain instead of a Stairmaster. Right. Or, or actually a uh, a treadmill that angles up to a very steep <laughs> angle drago's got one of those uh i forget what it's called where it's like a climbing machine they Mm -hmm. used to have it at the beginning of the eliminator on (laughs) american gladiators (laughs) he sure did (laughs) this is one of the uh the variations of it there was that and then when they it wasn't a zip line but to get from one cliff to the other he had to the hand bike yeah the hand bike Hand bike yourself across a, almost like a moat. No yeah. water, of course. But. Yeah. There is a couple different American Gladiators, Eliminators. But, uh, I have season one on DVD. There you go. Actually, technically, season one and two are the same season one. Hmm. Yeah. There was a really low-budget one that started, and then they're like, hey, this is kind of a hit. We should like put some more money into it. <laughs> and they're like, okay, well... The people who got really far on season one, they can kind of stay, and then they're going to have to compete all over again in season one. <laughs> Sad. Uh, so, yeah, they do all the training. They do montage. And then uh, Adrian just shows up out of nowhere in Russia. Leaving Rocky Jr. home with a fucking robot. There's no other adults in the <laughs> Balboa household. <laughs> Those gets me every time when the, that's my dad clip. Fucking the robot's just behind him in full Santa garb. It's got a beard, hat. Paulie's going to be pissed. He's like, that's Mrs. Claus. <laughs> <laughs> and then they do more training. Another montage. Mm-hmm. This time they show Drago getting shot up with steroids. Yeah. <laughs> they don't mention it. They just show it. Yep. Hearts on fire, strong desire. I liked in that one too because Rocky was out running in the snow, you know, and he helps. There's once in a while there's a horse-drawn cart that he has to <laughs> that's overturned that he has to tip back over. <laughs> but he's getting followed by his two uh, Russian uh, supervisors or whatever you want to call them in the car. And he runs so fast around the corner 
that they can't keep up, and they they crash into the snowbank. They even had snow chains. <laughs> they didn't help. They sure did. He's just going too fast around that corner. They they didn't see it coming, and then he runs up a uh, very tall mountain, probably a couple thousand feet, and uh, you know he celebrates up there. Yeah, and that leads us to the fight. About Ivan's uh, new nickname, Death from Above. (laughs) (laughs) It's a little on the nose. Just a little. He is tall. I'll give him that. He's very tall compared to Rocky. Mm -hmm. Rocky was five, nine and a half. Yeah. Allegedly. (laughs) According to IMDb. According to IMDb, he's only an inch taller than Tom Cruise, apparently. Yeah. I I would think that cruises would be shorter than that, maybe two or three. Maybe he's listed at five. I always forget he's listed at because I think we looked it up on an episode within the past month. He was much taller than I thought it was than he was. I don't know if we maybe it was uh, at work or something, but Cruz was taller than I thought he was, according to IMDb, because he is not very tall. They list him at five seven, so. Oh, two and a half inches. That's about right. Mm -hmm. uh, That sounds more realistic than what I thought it was. Maybe it was somebody else we were thinking of. Anyways. Old Death from Above, Ivan Drago. Mm Mm-hmm. Not that catchy, though. Well. I have some qualms about his nickname. Not as punny. (laughs) I liked uh, earlier in the film when Apollo was still alive, he always called Rocky Stallion. Mm-hmm. I think Paulie even starts doing it before this fight. <laughs> so I say that I'm really proud of you. Starts <laughs> breaks down. If I if I could be anybody but me, I'd like I would want to be you. Want to be you, Rock? Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> Forget what I said. I don't want to be you. The guy's big. <laughs> so this is about the time the fight starts. You got the big. You know, Soviet uh, anthem. Pomp and circumstance with Mm -hmm. that. Obviously not as obnoxious as the Americans, but (laughs) much more stoic. And then probably, what, the most famous line, you would say? Would you say it's the most famous line when they're doing the stare down in the ring? Uh, Maybe. More or less famous than if he dies, he dies. I don't know, maybe. I don't have the clip, so you can say it if you want. Oh, I thought you don't have the clip of I must break you. No, I think I must break you. I think I was going after that one. There was a, too much in the background. I can't remember, but probably I must. I mean, there's background and everything he fucking says. Cause he's always in the <laughs> ring. Right. If he dies, he dies. <laughs> there's all this, so much shit in the background. You will lose. Um, like, can't you say something at a press conference, Ivan? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, his, his uh, wife or girlfriend is always speaking for him. That's pretty progressive to let his uh, his wife do all the talking. Mm-hmm. Rocky doesn't let Soviet Adrian. Soviets are way ahead of the curve. Adrian doesn't get to talk. She just gets to sit there and cry. She's very submissive, as we mentioned before. Well, Polly abused the hell out of her. <laughs> <laughs> Just watch Rocky one. <laughs> Rocky ain't exactly, uh, you know, a, a progressive husband either. Yeah. 
So this is about the time, uh, you know, young Rocky Jr. is apparently supposed to be in bed, but here he is watching the fight. And it seems that the booing crowd has absolutely no effect on the man. His concentration seems to be like stone. That's my dad. We know. What do you think we are, nerds? <laughs> Those kids are definitely not really his friends. <laughs> They're just there because he's got a lot of cool shit. And a robot. <laughs> it takes care of him. Let's them stay up. However late they want. It's like, we've met your fucking dad. We, <laughs> we know who your dad is. He's the reason we're here. We're not here for you. Yeah. Fight starts, and immediately Rocky forgets everything he learned in Rocky Three. He has the worst boxing <laughs> technique. He has no defense. Like he- For this one, I can almost buy it because the Russian is such a reach and height advantage over him. I could see, like taking some punches to get inside to try and work them but he does that a little bit but but his technique to get inside is to go in with his hands down and apart (laughs) and his chin forward (laughs) and like you're gonna get fucked up (laughs) speaking of which sylvester stallone almost did die during this movie i guess i don't want to speculate on how close he was to death however the first part of this fight uh, they're actually hitting each other. Uh, Stallone and Drago thought they should kind of just spar for this mm-hmm. fight, make it more realistic. So there's some real blows early on in this match. And then while they're filming, uh, Lundgren hits Stallone in the chest and his breastbone or sternum hit his heart mm-hmm. and it's, his heart swelled up. It had to be flown from Vancouver, where, which is where the... Uh, arena where this scene was filmed down to a Santa Monica hospital where he was hospitalized for eight days. Yeah. So <laughs> they had to fly him at low altitude. So his heart wouldn't blow up. And is what his heart rate got over 200 or something like that. It is something like something that. ridiculous where it's do you close to having heart attacks and dying and whatnot. I also read that his insurance company almost refused the claim because they said it didn't look like it was from a punch from the movie Mm. they said it looked it was consistent with a head-on car accident uh and (laughs) and colliding with the steering wheel yeah and rocky's like have you seen dolph lundgren that's a car accident that's the steering just ask carl weathers (laughs) because we forgot to mention that uh carl weathers walked off the set threatened to quit the movie shut down production for four days when he's filming his boxing scene with Lundgren, yeah. Lundgren gave him a real, uh, a little too much chin music, I guess. Well, roughed him up a little bit. He manhandled yeah. him a little bit. He when he throws him into the ring, or into the corner of the ring. Yeah, that was, I guess, what really pissed him off. And so he walked off the set, and Stallone had to convince him to come back, and he had to convince Lundgren to uh, take it a little easier. Yeah. And so a uh, little animosity between them. I forgot the look, but I think Lundgren was, I don't know if he was professional, but I think he's definitely a trained kickboxer. Definitely knows. Uh, I know he's a, a black belt in various martial arts, mm. but I, he, I'm he also sure has a, he had boxing and kickboxing experience. And he's smart as fuck too, right? Doesn't he have a degree from uh, MIT or something? Yeah, he's got some uh, uh, postgraduate degrees in like 
I don't know, various mathematical fields, mm-hmm. I think. That or physics or something. Yeah. I mean, those are all kind of related. But like he's, he's pretty impressive. Mm-hmm. It's all genetics. <laughs> I guess so. So, yeah, in the first round, it, it almost immediately Rocky gets cornered and mm-hmm. Drago just unloads on him. Rocky gets knocked down in the first. <laughs> I think he gets knocked down about every round. I think he took about 100 punches is, is what I estimated in the first round, <laughs> which is a lot. That's like maybe six or seven rounds worth mm-hmm. uh, usually. Yeah, because he's blocking very few and dodging very few. And His parrying ability is not what it was in Rocky Three. And we did kind of touch on the, the refereeing in the Apollo fight, but these referees are horrendous. Because Much they, later hits in this one. They should have stopped the fight several times <laughs> in both of them, especially in the, the Rocky versus Drago fight. Like There were tons of times where Rocky is just eating unanswered punches and not defending himself. We're getting knocked down and springing back up, and without <laughs> and they don't the ref even, checking him, they don't even do like a standing eight count, or you know, make sure that he's still together. Mm-hmm. They don't, you know, separate them and, and <laughs> you know, pause the fight. Uh, but, yeah, it gets pretty rough, especially after Rocky cuts him. Is that after the second or third round? Well, the second round ends with uh, late punches and uh, Drago giving him a spine buster. I think that's where this clip comes from. He grabs Rocky Balboa by the throat. Balboa picking up the Russian and throws him to the ground like a wrestler. It's a gutter war. No holds barred in Moscow. Rocky may be on the receiving end so far, but he's here to fight. This is shaping up to be a personal war, and right now, it's anybody's boxing match. Yeah, you got the no holds barred reference. I hit it. This is a challenge. Headed backwards, Rocky dropped Drago with his spine buster after he took some, <laughs> yeah. some light punches. Yeah, after he was raised off the ground by his throat. <laughs> <laughs> yes. He had a head enough, and then it was on. I like I I like how the commentators, he picks him up and he slams him like a wrestler. <laughs> <laughs> we have a fight on our hands. Like That should have been a DQ, or somebody should have gotten a point taken away at the very <laughs> yeah. least. But uh, and then they just kind of montage through the rest of the fight because, like you said, uh, it's like Dr- Drago four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Yeah, Drago got cut, and then from there, like Rocky's like, okay, I can, I can take this guy. But they're just trading punches back and forth. It's mainly Rocky still getting knocked down, but he is fighting back effectively. But Rocky, he got knocked down in the fifth, in the ninth, twice, mm-hmm. and in the twelfth. So that's, let's see, five already. So you got the first, the fifth, the ninth twice, and the twelfth. And fucking Drago can't take one? He can't stand back up? And then, uh, yeah, Drago goes down in the 15th, which is the only way Rocky's going to win because he was way behind on points. <laughs> Probably shouldn't have been with the DQ points that were not taken away. Because the first would have been a 10-8. Fifth would have been a ten eight. <laughs> the ninth would have been a ten seven. The twelfth would have been a ten eight. So he's 
He's already way behind. That's what I'm saying, though. Should have been about 8-8. He should have had all his points (laughs) taken away every round. Should have been pretty even. Uh, Well, in all honesty, like I said, this fight should have been ended after, like, the first (laughs) round. Like, in the first round. Like, once he got him cornered and he was unloading on him and Rocky Rocky wasn't defending, that should have been the end of it. And Drago's starting to get nervous, like Ironwood, like a machine. Mm -hmm. And he had a 15th round. He finally does it. Yeah. Knocks him out. And the Russians, they changed. They started out booing Rocky and hating him. And then, you know, they came to respect his 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 willpower and his ability to come back. And then they admired him. Well, that and after about the 13th or 14th round, the premier sent, or not the premier, but the, uh, that one officially, like his handler. Yeah. Sends down a guy, or he goes down there, and Drago grabs him by the neck mm-hmm. and holds him up in front of everybody, saying, like, I don't fight for you. I fight for me. <laughs> Everyone's like, well, well, fuck you. I thought, <laughs> I thought you were fighting for us. You're the Soviet hope. And then we get that sweet-ass post-fight interview. Yep. End of the Cold War. Right. It wasn't Ronald Reagan. Mm-hmm. It wasn't Atomic Blonde. Yep. It wasn't economic collapse. <laughs> It wasn't a clerical error. <laughs> Here it is. Thank you. Спасибо большое. I came here tonight. I didn't know what to expect. Когда я вышел этим вечером на этот ринг, I seen a lot of people hating me, and I didn't know what to feel about that. So I guess I didn't like you much, none either. Я думал, что я не любил их тоже. During this fight, I seen a lot of changing. В течение всего этого боя я понял, что много изменилось. The way you felt about me. In the way I felt about you. In here, there were two guys killing each other. But I guess that's better than 20 million. The one I was trying to say is that if I can change Я думаю, что каждый тоже изменился сегодня. Вы можете измениться. Everybody can change. Каждый может измениться. Rocky, 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 Rocky. Sorry, Rocky. America, America. Go America. <laughs> USA. 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 Down with Russia. <laughs> Up with the US of A. So good. It's, it, it's a hard cut there. Yeah. Adrian, I think Adrian comes into the ring and he hugs her. And then it pretty much just, I think they drape him in an American flag. 
<laughs> Surprised they even let it in. Right. Well, I mean, he's wearing shorts because he's kind of wearing Apollo shorts. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> I hope they're Spangled Banner themed. I hope they were they weren't actually Apollo shorts, or if they were, I hope they cleaned them well. Because Apollo died in those shorts. And you and know what happens when people die. Poop leaves <laughs> your butt. It's <laughs> people on the plane in commando would have fucking smelled it after 11 hours. We, are, right. we already uh, conjectured about that situation. <laughs> so you want to get into fun facts? Sure. Hey, everybody. Here's some fun facts. Rocky IV is the highest grossing film in the Rocky series to date, taking in over $300 million worldwide. I wonder if they count Creed films as Rocky films. Yeah, I don't know. Because I would have thought the first Creed had a chance to maybe get that total worldwide. Not adjusting for inflation, but... Yeah. Here's a fun fact. Uh, In the Italian dub of the movie... Drago's line, I must break you, was translated to, I break you in two, or tease piezo in due, complete with fake Russian accents. It became by far the most famous quote from the movie in Italy and entered everyday speech. You don't say. Here's a fun fact. Did you see the uh, license plate for Rocky's uh, black Lambo, Southpaw? Oh, yeah, yeah. (laughs) I I saw that, but I didn't uh, I didn't like note of that. Southpaw, S O T H, P A W. Because you can't. You only get seven. Letters. You only yeah. get seven letters. <laughs> uh, the hit one in the middle exchange, long part of boxing lore, actually did happen during a uh, Max Bear versus Max Schmeling heavyweight title fight or a heavyweight fight in June nineteen thirty three. Uh, Bear was knocked groggy by a smelling right hand in the first round and told his corner, I see three of them out there. Ex-champ Jack Dempsey, who was in his Bear's corner for the fight, responded with the famous line, and Bear went on to score a 10th round knockout. Here's another fun fact. So Stallone originally intended for the Rocky saga to be told only as a trilogy, ending with Rocky three in 82. In a 79 interview with Roger Ebert, Stallone said, there will never be a Rocky IV. You got to call a halt. Citing the physical and psychological demands required to make boxing movies. However, in 82, while doing press interviews for Rocky III, he admitted that a fourth film wasn't out of the question. Uh, quote, the only way I would make it is if Rocky has to step outside himself and enter the international community. Uh, Stallone would later say that Rocky IV story was inspired by the Joe Lewis and German heavyweight turned Nazi puppet Max Schmeling bouts of 36 and 38. Uh, after realizing how Rocky's previous opponents, Apollo Creed and Clubber Lang, had loud and animated personalities, uh, Dolph Lundgren came up with the idea of making his character Ivan Drago very stoic, not move too much and just be there with an intimidating presence. Uh, Sylvester Stallone incorporated these ideas by not giving the character too much dialogue and making big close-ups, especially in the eyes. Here's a fun fact. The Creed vs. Drago fight took place at the MGM Grand in Vegas. Interesting. That was a weird setup for the MGM Grand. 
Unless it's not. Well, because this is the MGM Grand was sold to Bally Entertainment Corporation and renamed Bally's Las Vegas. Okay. Later, a new and much larger MGM Grand was built, opening in 93. So All this right, was the that's... old MGM Grand, I guess. Okay. So not the, the Garden Arena. So that's probably why it was such a weird setup for yeah. the first fight. Uh, James Brown is seen performing the song Living in America prior to the Creed vs. Drago match. Uh, the song was released as a single from the movie soundtrack and became Brown's first top 40 single in 10 years and the last of his career. Here's another fun fact. Over 8,000 people auditioned for the part of Ivan Drago. Dolph Lundgren was uh, first turned down by the casting directors for being too tall, but later on he got the chance to send photos and meet Sylvester Stallone, who told him he had a good chance to get the part, but advised him to gain 20 pounds of muscle. and In total, it took Lundgren about six months to win the part. Mm. So at the press conference uh, for Drago versus Creed, Drago is wearing his Soviet Army uniform. He wears the rank of captain and was awarded a Hero of the Soviet Union medal. This was the highest medal awarded by the Soviet government. Hmm. Uh, the training scenes set in Russia were actually filmed in Wyoming. The farm is located in Jackson Hole. And most of the exterior shots were filmed in the Grand Teton National Park. The fight itself was shot at the PNE Agrodome in Vancouver, British Columbia. Hmm. So you read about Wyoming. Mm-hmm. And that is a scientific fact. Uh, Polly's robot was created by the International Robotics Incorporated in New York City. Its voice was the company's CEO, Robert Durnick. Roger Ebert surmises the robot is an android of some type, complete with artificial intelligence. The robot is identified by robotic engineers as uh, Psycho, S-I-C-O. And is slash was a member of the Screen Actors Guild and toured with James Brown in the 1980s. In an interview with the Ain't It It Cool News website, Sylvester Stallone revealed that he first saw the robot robot at a party and was amused by it. So he decided to include it in this movie so that audiences could get a look at it. Numerous fans have stated that they find this film to be confusing in terms of the title belt and what exactly happens to it in Rockies and Russia. Uh, this is most likely because the scene explaining what would happen to the belt was cut from the film and replaced with a newspaper montage. Initially, between Apollo's funeral and the Rocky Drago press conference, there was to be a scene in which Rocky visits the U.S. boxing board. While there, he is told that they will not sanction the fight and if he goes ahead with it, he will not be allowed to carry the title. The scene was cut prior to release as it felt uh, it would slow up the film too much. And it was replaced with that briefer newspaper montage. I didn't find that confusing at all. I guess yeah. people didn't read it. But I mean, yeah, because I, I knew it wasn't for the title. But I probably would have thought, well, he just gets to keep the belt, you know, regardless of what happens and... But if they're saying he wouldn't even carry the, like he'd have to forfeit the title, wouldn't he? Yeah. To box in an unsanctioned fight. Yeah, I thought it was pretty clear that they stripped him of the title. I thought, mm. I think there was one headline that specifically said he was stripped of the title. Yeah, I think I noticed that now. But yeah, I mean, growing up, I just would have thought that, well, he just gets to keep 
the belt and he's fighting him, you know, to avenge his friend and for exhibition and all that Mm -hmm. because it's unsanctioned. But Uh, in reality, Soviet heavyweights were not allowed to box professional fighters during the Cold War. That's why this movie is such a hot ticket. Mm -hmm. Uh, The film was recognized as being ahead of its time in its demonstration of groundbreaking high tech sporting equipment, Mm -hmm. some of which was experimental in 20 years from public use. That's pretty impressive. Yep. I think that'll about do it. Yeah. Uh, anything else you want to add? I don't think so. I mean, that's a pretty solid flick. That it is. So coming out next week will be our Terminator 2 episode. Not sure if we're going to be doing a recently seen up or not. But uh, yeah, then after that, it'll be Lethal Weapon 2. So that's what's coming up. Yeah. And please do us a favor. Subscribe, rate, and review on iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, a bunch of different podcast apps. You search us on there, you'll find us. Mm-hmm. Uh, follow us on Twitter at WatchThis underscore movie and Brett at PositivelyWolf1. You can check out our website at WTMWatchThisMovie.com. And you can also email us at WatchThisMovie at Yahoo.com. And Brett, you want to plug the merch site again? Yeah, if you feel so inclined to... Support the, the the show and uh, buy some merchandise. Head over to teespring.com slash stores slash WTM watch this movie. Sounds good. I'm going to do it myself pretty shortly. I got a couple shirts on the way. Pretty excited. Something. Pretty excited. Got five, do, uh, five designs up there right now. I'll be adding more uh, August 1st. Yeah. All right, I think that'll do it. We will check you later. Guess we'll see you around. All right, check you later. Bye. Wait, man, why are you always such a dork, man? What are you talking about? Check you later. Check you later. (laughs) Hey, man, get off my case.